We've got an opportunity this morning to send Phil, to, in a sense, commission Phil, because in a very real sense, Phil has been a missionary with us and for us, and uh, he's going to continue to be a missionary down in the greater Boise area. Uh, many of you have heard me say Phil has been one of the pastors to the plaza. Uh, he has tried to do all he can, all he knows how, to let people uh, get, get to know Christ and, and the way Christ can change and shape uh, their lives. And he's done a fantastic job there. He's been there three years, four years? Five, Five years. Uh, faithfully serving there as uh, a non-titled pastor to the plaza. Um, recognizing that I'm not there all the time and can't see the impact that Phil has had, I've asked Lynn Huffman to come and share. Lynn has many roles there at the plaza. Um, I'm not even going to talk about all of them, but one of which is to, uh, I mean, you're a chaplain there? You are the chaplain? And a, well, first place, I was a nurse. I am nurse okay. chaplain Nurse and chaplain both. Fantastic. So if you would share with us, Mike, just like an ice cream cone held right up to your mouth, kind of the impact that Phil has had there at the plaza. First off, I'm going to tell you thank you for letting me come. And um, I love this church. I actually started going here in 1970. And I was a, I was a real young believer. And I, uh, uh, Pastor Sterling was here. And um, I don't think I p- paid much attention to Sunday mornings. But in the evening prayer meeting, was that Tuesdays? I think it was. Wasn't that right? Uh, or Wednesday. Okay, the Wednesday night prayer meeting in here is what pulled me in. We are all spiritual beings with a body. And the most important thing that lives on from us, he uh, bound says that our bodies will die, but our prayers live on forever. And the reason I'm saying all of this is because my precious brother Phil is a man of prayer. And what he has contributed to the body of Christ will live on forever. Mm-hmm. And even if he leaves um, Lilac Plaza... And I'm really sad because he's one of my most precious brothers. I, I love Phil very much, and I understand his heart. And um, I'm going to, I don't want to cry. But I'm excited because, you know what, he has contributed, will live on forever. Phil is one of these people that people can trust, that they can go to. He is a man of integrity. But more than anything, he is a spiritual being that comes to the Lord. We can talk about prayer. We can talk about doing church, but Jesus said, my house is a house of prayer. And when I think of my brother Phil, he is a man of prayer. We don't have to be big speakers. We don't have to accomplish anything else. But when we're on our knees, we're doing kingdom work, you guys. And Phil has done kingdom work. There's been, because of my position as a nurse and a chaplain, there's been times where Phil will come and say, you know, I've been praying for this soul, and, you know, the Lord will reveal something to him, and I can't share, but I'm going, God, you're so good. You put that on Phil's heart, and it's, you know, right on exactly what needs to be done. Or there's times he's coming to me saying, uh, this person is hurting, Lynn. You need to go see him. And I, I, it's not on my radar, but I go in for sure. I can trust what the Lord is saying to Phil. Um, he's going to be deeply missed there because of his contribution and his carrying over people and some that are very difficult souls who who have wandered around in life and they're not really sure uh, what's going on and Phil has come alongside and it's never, you know, sometimes people, they, they're real annoying believers 
sorry. But some people go around beating everybody with their Bible. And Phil has never been that way. I think he just trusts Jesus and he shares his faith and he shares his love for the Lord and he shares Jesus' love for other souls. He's really good at that. But he's so in tune to the Father that um, it's, he's going to be missed immensely. His um, leadership in prayer meetings, in men's Bible studies, as our um, spiritual coordinator for the last five years, um, I'm just, and I'm going to miss him as my brother very, very much. Is that okay? Yeah, that sounds great. I love you, Phil. That sounds great. <laughs> I knew she'd be able to say it uh, better than I could. Uh, Lynn mentioned Phil being a person of prayer, without a doubt. He's been a, a, a prayer warrior, a missionary of prayer, even to First Church. Uh, you have spurred on several prayer meetings here. And I can say I'm not the same prayer that I was when you first came. Uh, you have influenced me, changed, challenged, and pushed me, and I am forever grateful for that. So I was reading in the book of Colossians the other day, and I came across uh, a young man, old man, I don't even know, we don't know his age, but uh, he reminded me of you. This is Colossians 4, verse 12 and 13. Paul writes, Epaphras, a member of your own fellowship and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. He always prays earnestly for you. Asking God to make you strong and perfect, fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. I can assure you that he prays hard for you, and also for the believers in Laodicea and Hierapolis. Now it's funny, as I read that, I thought to myself, you know, we're, we're coming up on Phil's sending, and we could very easily put Phil's name in there. Listen to it again. Phil, a member of our own fellowship, and a servant of Jesus Christ. Phil always prays earnestly for us, asking God to make us strong and perfect, fully confident that we are following the whole will of God. I can assure you that Phil prays hard for us. Phil, there's going to be people in the greater Boise area that need a touch from Jesus, and we trust that God will show you those people and that you can then be the hands and feet down there. So this is a ascending, this is a commissioning, and since we're not doing a whole bunch of hoopla, we've let the band stay outside, and uh, all the balloons that we ordered, maybe they'll, uh, <laughs> they'll come later. Um, I've, asked, I've asked Lynn to pray kind of a prayer of commissioning and blessing over Phil, but what I'd like us to do is stand up, and if you're able, to hold your hands out, kind of figuratively laying hands on Phil as he goes. And as we're praying, I'll invite the worship team to come forward, and uh, we'll worship after. Lynn, would you, would you pray for, for Phil? Um, Father God, we come before your throne, and we ask that you would be lifted up. Father, I know Phil doesn't like attention, <laughs> and he wants it all directed back to you. So we ask, Lord, that as he continues on his, uh, the journey of his life, we pray that you would anoint his, his marriage uh, with Bell, we pray, Father God, that they would sense your presence and that you would guide and direct them. And as iron sharpens iron, that the two of them would become even stronger uh, in you. Father God, we thank you for uh, bringing Phil here. And Lord, we ask that um, more souls would hunger and thirst uh, for you because of Phil's touch, Lord. But we ask that your Holy Spirit would rain down on uh, Phil and on each one of us that are in this room, Lord, that we would carry the mantle that we would hunger and thirst for your presence, that we would seek you wholeheartedly, that we would ask from you, 
that this would be a house of prayer and wherever Phil goes, Lord, whether it's in the community down there in uh, Deer Flat Church, wherever you place him, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would go uh, before him, behind him, continue to give him wisdom and draw him deeper and deeper into your love. Thank you, Lord. We just ask that you would be glorified. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, amen. Amen. Yes, feel free to keep your hands up or put them down. We're going to worship together this morning.